You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host for the day, coming to you from the University of Mary. I am now having the great pleasure and uh, the relief to you, all listeners, to have an actual guest in here so you don't have to listen to me ramble on, even though I kind of still want to talk about Romans chapter 5. I am here with Dr. Carl Sovak. He is awesome, and he is in charge of basically the world uh, in the business, business department. He's the dean of the School of Business here at the University of Mary. Dr. Sovak, we're so glad to have you back. Thank you, Father. It's a great pleasure to be here with you. I always like visiting with you. You're a very smart man. You're always very kind. You've been so helpful to me. You, people wouldn't know this, but he sneaks around and helps people all the time because he's just an excellent man. So uh, we want to talk about everything in your domain today. Um, in particular, the business school, uh, you're up to a lot, I would imagine. So uh, what's going on in the business school these days? You know, probably one of our greatest things that we're working on right now is our doctor in business administration, our DBA. Okay. Uh, it's a new degree. It's starting in January. Uh, we'll have a, our first cohort going forward with that. And uh, it really aligns in everything that we've been doing with our mission-driven Catholic business education, whether that's our undergrad degree completion, whether it's our master's advanced programs that we have there. Uh, this DBA is going to really set the world on fire in terms of creating a new generation of business leaders. Okay, let me let me just back up here a bit. I remember, this might be a decade ago, and I'm not in the business world at all, so I don't know. But I remember it was like a decade ago, maybe maybe even 15 years ago, getting an MBA was all the rage. Like everybody seemed to be getting an MBA. Uh, and then I'd meet somebody, yeah, I'm getting an MBA, I'm getting an MBA, I'm getting an MBA. Uh, and then it was like... Oh, probably five years ago, I met a guy, and he said that he had a DBA. And I was like, what in the world is a DBA? Well, he's a doctorate in business administration. I'm like, I've never heard of this. Everybody gets the MBA, and now all of a sudden there's a DBA. What's, has there been kind of a, what's been going on? Is this sort of a new, is this a thing that's kind of taking, is this the next step that people have been up to over the last 10 years? Or am I just totally out in left field on this, or what's the deal? No, you're absolutely right. Okay. It has been a a reason for people to go on and extend their education from their MBA. And and a lot of that comes from stemming from, like you said, in the last 20, 30 years, uh, where individuals are in, inclined to understand business from a certain perspective. Yep. And and I just, not to, to bore anybody, but uh, profit maximization has been kind of the key since the early 70s. Yep. And uh, we wanted to get out there and, and be the first, and I do believe that our DBA program will be the first that instills that good, good, good aspect of a, a way that things should be in the, in the business world. We call it virtuous capitalism. Uh, didn't coin that phrase. Pope Francis coined that phrase, creating business leaders who are driven by something other than profit, which is purpose. And, uh, you know, as as we've all been, uh, the book that I, I shared with you, uh, What We Hold in Trust, we are uh, actually not creators of that purpose. We're inheritors. Mm. And here at the University of Mary, we take that very serious. What have we inherited? And how can we add to that purpose uh, that we've inherited? And so this DBA program is, is really, to me, the first of its kind, although it is a DBA program, that is going to be able to allow business professionals to understand a different way, a different model uh, to get through life. And that good, good, good is just create products or services that are good for consumers. 
create a great business environment or good business environment uh, that it includes a just wage for those employees and uh, also does good with their wealth. And uh, that, that's a, a little different segment than profit maximization at all costs. And we truly believe that we will create that next generation of business leaders that goes out there and instills that in the, in the world. All right, so I'm, I'm catching on to a whole lot of things here. And again, I'm, I'm way out in left field on all this stuff. I'll talk about the Bible all day, but uh, talking about business administration is not really my, uh, my central focus here. So uh, what I would imagine uh, that was happening where we started getting into MBAs uh, back in the day and now into DBAs uh, was that the, I would imagine that the, the idea of a business, the idea of a company, the idea of an organization was getting more and more complex. I would imagine that that was part of it because I'm definitely seeing it in parishes. Uh, like the priest used to like get up, celebrate mass, you know, you know, figure out what confessions he needed to hear, and then like maybe take care of the collection, and that was kind of it. But now like priest gets up, celebrates mass, uh, and then like has to figure out human resources stuff, has to figure out risk management stuff, has to figure out all kinds of legal stuff, has to figure out all kinds of accounting stuff. I mean, it's just gonna, it's become. The, just the church, uh, like a parish, a simple parish, has become so much more of an organizational kind of beast. Uh, so I would imagine that back in back in the time there was when we're moving into this uh, idea of an MBA now to DBA is because there is kind of a, a more and more complexity to the idea of business. But so maybe that's not true. But then I'm picking up another point, which is um, in a, in a capitalist market, uh, how can I? continue to get ahead so you want to you want to be slicing and dicing things and so i would imagine that was also a part of it uh, and so that's where this third thing that you're talking about now not only from an mba to a dba which helps on those first two pieces let's say but then as all that's happening that could run rampant and that could become very uh, dangerous if it's this sort of get rich at all costs so in, in the complexity of all of this uh, legal, moral, ethical, and the list goes on and on. Human resources, caring for people, all these different things uh, to have a, not just the, the expertise of a doctorate, but a doctorate impregnated by ethics or virtue or the gospel. Uh, so I'm, I'm catching three things here. Is that Am I catching three things? You're, or you're it, right. You're spot on. Okay. So uh, you're not far out in left field at all. <laughs> Am I hitting a home run right now? That's, I kind of feel like I just hit a home run. Absolutely. No, the, the complexity of business um, is what's brought this about. Yeah. Uh, we have moved, you know, if you think about where we've gone, we've gone from that agrarian aspect to really a service-oriented economy is where we are. Right. That requires different aspects. We're not using our muscles like we once were where we're shoveling coal into the fire pits in order to keep the business hey, is going. Uh, I'm working with the athletes. We're using our muscles all the time. We're getting big and strong. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. But in the business world, in the business world, we're, okay. work, we're working with our brains. It's a knowledge economy. And when you have to, to teach uh, in a knowledge economy, you need to know what types of things are necessary for those individuals to go out and be successful in the business world. Uh, we're constantly gauging our business professionals and asking them what they want. And so these soft skills have risen to the top. So punctuality and, and attitude and behaviors and all of these different types of things. We're seeing that the, the decadence that's happening within our society and the breakdown and the fracturization, what we call the divided life, you know, the individual who lives one way on a su given Saturday or Sunday, going into the, into the world um, in the business world, then they turn around and, and they live that divided life. We want to show them that there is a better way, a better path. And that's what we 
teach in this program, and then we instill those workers into the into workplace. So we're creating better business people, better business followers, but we have to have them going into organizations where they're better business leaders so that they can follow those, and that's where the virtues come in. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about this DBA. Um, is it it's up and running? Up and uh, running in January. In January it will be. Yes, yeah, that'll okay. be our first cohort. We'll start okay. in January. So people are signing up right now. They should sign up. They should sign up right now. That's, going, going that's, that's what we're talking about right now. If you are listening, Real Presence Radio uh, on Real Presence Live okay. right now, Dr. Carl Sovak is saying sign up at the University of Mary for the DBA. So the DBA, is there multiple different types of DBAs you can get at the University of Mary or is it just, it's, it's this one with this integrated work this one with this integrated message okay and and really it, it goes along the line like i said with our mission-driven catholic business education the formation of the whole person that continues like i said whether you're a degree completer whether you're online we look for the formation of the whole person um as as uh, as we like to say you know bishop Barron. even today uh like i said before we're we're creator we're not creators we are inheritors of our purpose uh bishop Barron said you know in today's gospel we're talking about i will make you um we don't do anything on our own, right? God gives us our skills and our talents, and it's our obligation to go out there and please God in what we do, to glorify God in what we do. That's the message that they're going to get. And so will this be a DBA for everybody? Probably not. It will be a DBA for those who say, I want to be a different business leader. And that's what our hope is, is that we get people into that program who say, I want to do something differently. I want to please God in what I do. Yeah. So uh, I've been part of a couple things that are startups where it's like okay let's we have an idea of what we want to do but nobody else is doing it and so we kind of have to invent it uh but we want to call from certain resources and 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 bring that that brilliance to bear so what what is the what is the university of mary doing you just you're just making it up as you go i would imagine not but if it's something that's new there must be pulling from various sources that have shed light on this mission, this vision for the DBA. Absolutely. We looked at what our mission was, you yeah. know, to, to serve the religious, academic, and cultural needs of the people of the region and beyond. Yep. But we also said, hey, what can we do with a program like this? So, yeah, it's straight from scratch. Uh, for example, I'm teaching, a, I'm teaching an eight-week course, the second eight-week course, Vocation of a Business Leader, taken directly from uh, Pope Francis and, and the work that Michael Naughton and others have done within that document. Uh, again, this is something that a lot of business leaders haven't even been subjected to. And so we're exposing them to a variety of different aspects in terms of how can I incorporate these? This is a practitioner degree. I, I want to emphasize that. It's a practitioner's degree, which means you're looking forward and you're researching and you're doing everything that can enhance not only your organization, but you within that organization and people within that organization. And so we want to take them to a different level. And that's what that practitioner degree will allow them to do. They're not researching something to which they will probably put up on a shelf and I'll include my dissertation on that. You put it up on a shelf and you never pull it down. This is going to be a handbook that they're going to use for the rest of their lives, not only in their professional life, but in their personal lives as well. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't make fun of your dissertation. I just saw, <laughs> I saw a group of freshmen in the, in the cafeteria just studying it this, this morning. This is not true. <laughs> there was a group of them. They were excited and they were gathering. Yeah, there was like 10, 15, 20 true. of them. Like, Get me another coffee. I want to read Dr. Sovak's dissertation. So... Here's something that takes place. Uh, the Pope writes something. You mentioned Pope Francis's work. The Pope writes something, uh, and a lot of times, 
what happens is it gets disseminated to the bishops and then to the priests. The priests tell the people about it. The priests probably read parts of it, and they stick it on the shelf. And, like, it never actually gets put into the place. Like, so if he writes a document on um, firemen, um, it doesn't usually get all the way to the firemen very clearly. Or is it, you know, like, so that's a bad example probably. But, like, what you're saying is that the Holy Father has weighed in on this. The church has weighed in on this. We're going to grab that off the shelf, and we're going to say, no, no, let's put it right where he meant it to be put, which is in the education and formation of those in the business world. This is, this is really remarkable, and we can talk about more things. We're going to take a break here, but we'll come back. We'll talk more about what's going on at the University of Mary, other, other elements in the virtuous leadership uh, components of the business school. And we'll continue our beautiful conversation with Dr. Sovex. So everybody stay with us. This is Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hello again, everybody. Father Craig Vasa continuing as host. I'm visiting with Dr. Sovak here from the University of Mary. We're talking about business stuff and I don't get it. I don't get anything about it, but it sounds like what they're trying to do is bring the gospel and business together, which I like that because I love the gospel. So Dr. Sovak, let's continue. We just talked about the DBA and it's going to have within it, uh, is there like a, is there like a word or a phrase of what is in that as far as this missional, this component, is it like, is it called like a DBA with virtuous leadership or is it, what is it? 
No, it's just a standalone DBA. But okay. like I said, you will see an illumination of those individuals that come out of that yeah, program. Oh, definitely, that's, definitely. that's what we're looking for. I love that. So everybody's signing up now. Where can they go to sign up? They can go to, they go to our website at uh, University of Mary. UMary.edu. Absolutely. And, and, then, and you know what they should do? If they, if they really want to know, they should just call, ask for Carl. I'm the only Carl on campus. And uh, we can talk one-on-one. All right, call the University of Mary and talk to Carl. Dr. Sovac is what I call him, but okay, fine. You can call him Carl if you want. Carl spelled very beautifully, K-A-R-E-L. Correct. Is that like uh, Slavic? That's Czech. Oh, dude, we need to have another <laughs> segment on how awesome Czechs are. I'm Vashik, and you are Carl. All right, well, we need to stay on task here, Dr. Sovac. Okay. Um we are looking at uh, other offerings in the business school. We've talked about them before, but uh, there's a number of other things. So uh, Catholic philanthropy, give us the rundown on this. What's going on here? You know, that's a way of teaching philanthropy in, in the way of evangelization. Uh, we have an institute that meets once a year with that individual. You can do this as a as a standalone uh, certificate if you'd like to. There's three classes that you take, and then you're certified in that Catholic philanthropy. Um, but then you can also take it as a part of our MBA program. It's a specialization within that MBA program. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, what we really do there is we talk about the theology of gift. Uh, each and every one of us uh, has a gift, and each of, and every one of us are called to use those gifts. Um, and, and the time, talent, and treasure aspect of things. And so, um, again, that's another area where individuals come into the program uh, thinking that they're going to just kind of go through and and get some type of degree, and they come out of that program with a specialization that allows them to really, uh, and and the best way that can put it is evangels. And, um, you know, it seems strange that you would have that, but uh, Catholic philanthropy needs it. And that was something that was uh, being called for. Uh, in the in the uh, market, and when the market calls for things, business reacts, right? Business responds to those things and says, "Let us answer the call." We did that with our our institute in Catholic philanthropy. So, Catholic philanthropy does that mean? So, does it mean how to how to do philanthropy in the Catholic Church as a Catholic, or is it like how to like is it? Is it simply like you come to this thing and you learn how to be a philanthropist at a parish or a diocese? Or is it more like, uh, no, even if you're not working at a Catholic institution, it's how to do philanthropy uh, in a way that a Catholic ought? Absolutely. Yes. It's the latter. It's the latter. And I think that that's a, a great point to make is, you know, and most people would say, oh, you're learning how to fundraise better, right? Or you're learning how to get people to give or whatever. And That's what we, I need to learn how to do. I despise right, asking people for right. money. I will, turn, I will turn around and run away, actually. I don't like it. I absolutely don't like so, it. So then you should be in this so no, that you have a better understanding. Should, no, someone else should be in it and then work for me. <laughs> or, or that. But, but um, it, would, it would help those individuals to say, um, how do we go about doing that? How do we go about helping people understand what their gift is and how they should give that gift away. As Monsignor always says, our lives are not about us. They're, they're given away. Bishop Barron says the, the measure of our being increases as we give ourselves away, give ourselves away in love, right? So, wow. so all of these types of things are a part of that theology of gift to help people better understand, I have these gifts. What I've been entrusted with these. I have to be a good steward. How do I become a good steward? These individuals going through this training help people find that direction and that path. What kind of person um, 
I'm, I'm, not, I'm not only in left field on this one. Like, I'm not even <laughs> at the ballpark. What kind of person gets a degree or a certificate in philanthropy? Like, what? Like, what would their job? Like, what kind of job sector is that? The, the titles of mission advancement would be a part of that, where individuals are out there. Again, fundraising is yeah. where this would generally come in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, your diocese individuals who work within the diocese who would be responsible for raising monies and things like that. Um, you know, people who are on relevant radio, um, they're always out making those appeals. It just helps to. Um, ease the message. Like you said, there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable in, in asking for those types of things. And when you have a better understanding of the message and when you have a better understanding of the mission that you're pursuing, it helps people to have a better understanding of how, with confidence, how to communicate that to others. Yeah. Well, this is, this is something that's really important because Real Presence uh, Radio right now is having these uh, banquets um, in gratitude for all of the partnering that people have done uh, so that they can have Catholic Radio in, what did they say now, seven states or something? Like five, seven, a bunch of states, like ten dioceses, parts of ten different dioceses, mm-hmm. lower, lower Canada. Okay, so there's this magnificent movement that happened. It was in 2003, 2004 when this began in Grand Forks, and now it's just, it's just blossoming across the upper Midwest, and there's no way that it could have happened if there weren't people out there saying, hey, will you give us some money to do this? You know? And like, if that was my job, it would have never gotten off the ground because I'd just be like, I don't want to ask anybody for anything. Um, but because there were people that were willing to, to do that. So like, I think my main block is like, uh, people have so many other things that they feel that they need to give their money to or or they, they don't have a whole lot of extra money or uh, like is my thing really that important that they should give it to or these different things, you know. So I'm very hesitant to talk to someone about that. Um, but there have been people uh, that have been so beautiful within the organization of Real Presence Radio to go and just say, hey, this is a mission of the gospel and I'm not going to force you. But if you see the value in this, I would like to just call upon uh, w- that value that you might sense in this, and then they're willing to they're willing to ask, and then and then people are. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it gets amazing. Real Presence Radio continues to expand itself all over the place because people are willing to continue to give, and new people are willing to give, and people are willing to go out and and encourage. I mean, it's it's philanthropy uh, for sure. I would imagine there's some sort of a philanthropist inside of the organization. I actually, I think Mike, Mike. Kudrowski, mm-hmm. that guy, he talks about gift. He must have studied. Did, did he study at the university? <laughs> he hasn't yet, but he but he probably. Oh, could teach he's for listening us right well. now, Mike Kudrowski. Guess what? Yo, you don't even have to be a student. They say you're gonna they're gonna give you an honorary we, we doctorate, can, no, no, and you no, can no, be no. a teacher. <laughs> At the University of Mary. Mike Kudrowski, people, give it up for Mike. So, so there's, there's certain gifts. You have the gift with the scripture. You have the gift of the word. Okay. You are not gifted with that aspect. So these are individuals yeah. who say, hey, I want to enhance my ability to go out and to, to talk to people uh, about this, about this theology of gifts. So, yeah, it's a very special program. The other thing I think in our MBA program is our virtuous leadership program, uh, modeled upon uh, Alexander Havard's work, um, igniting hearts for greatness. Uh, and that's where we really look to again the formation of the whole person. But in that MBA program, it's a concentration that would be attached. It, it's not embedded into that program. It has to be sele- selected, and and a person has to opt into that. Um, that's really near and dear to my heart. We really help individuals, uh, not only on their personal journey of excellence, but to help them with their professional life in that. And so we have a number of individuals that go through that. I'm currently um, 
teaching to seven of them. And so uh, they're going through that program again, three courses that are a part of that. And uh, it, it just helps. It just helps emphasize the things that we're doing at the University of Mary and the, and the graduates that we want to produce. So that's in, the, we were talking about the DBA earlier, now we're talking about the MBA, which has a virtuous leadership component in it. Correct. Okay, that people can opt into. All right, well, that's great. And uh, then after they're done with that, they can go on to the DBA. What's after the DBA? That's it. That's a terminal it, degree. Then you are officially a president of a corporation. That's right. Right? You're within 1% of individuals in the population that, really? have, a, yeah, that have a terminal degree. Only 1% of the Only population 1%. has a terminal degree. Correct. Wow. Okay. Well, so, very special. I want a terminal degree. We'll get you there. I'm going to get one in business at the University of Mary. This could be great. Can you give me an honorary doctorate? No. Why not? <laughs> Who can do that, Monsignor? No one can. Monsignor can? No. What do you not mean? even Monsignor. What? No. We give them out. Yes, but not in business. Not DBA. What do you give them out in? It's just an just honorary, honorary yeah, doctor. Honorary okay. doctor. Just yeah. honorary doctor. Okay. Well, I'm going to get one of those on. All right. Uh, we got one minute left. Uh, philosophy dual degrees. Hey, that's a cool thing. That's another cool I don't, program. I don't even know what that is. We got an MBA, MBA with our MA in philosophy. Um, and that really is, again, ah. formation, deeper formation in virtue ethics, uh, Catholic social teaching, uh, help individuals understand the splendor of truth. Um, you know, I'm telling the University of Mary, and, and that's a collaboration between the School of Arts and Sciences and the, and the School of Business. So you get two master's degrees absolutely. at the same time, yeah. but they're integrated, integrated in business and philosophy. Integrated into that, absolutely. You want an integration of faith and reason, you come to the University of Mary. All right, everybody. So what do, what do we got to do? We got to go to umary.edu. Correct. And then click on your icon, which is on the front page. <laughs> Dr. Sovak's picture right in the front and center, the doctor of business. Uh, you just click on him, and then you get in. Otherwise, is there? A, do you have a phone number handy for people to call? Or just sure. 355-8042. 8042, and that's to your desk. That's a direct line to my really? desk. Really? Yep. You're giving that out? I yep. would never 701 that 701-355-8042. 8042. Wow. He's, this is, do you have a secretary? I do not. Well, I do, but I don't use her for that. Wow, this is going to you. This is going directly to me. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, okay. All right, well, there it is, people. Bring it on. Dr. Sobek, thanks so much for being with us. Hey, thank you. God bless. God bless. Oh, you've got a, I got to say this. You have a oh, open thanks, house yeah. on Thursday, December 2nd from 4.30 to 6.30 at the Butler Center, downtown Bismarck. Correct, 7th Street, yeah, right across from the event center. Um, December 2nd, if you want to complete your degree, if you want to look at the advanced degree, you want the DBA, or you just want to come and talk about the gospel, maybe Father Vosick will show up. There's going to be food. There'll be some drawings. All right, everybody, stay with us for our next hour of programming.